Welcome to session five of the journey with Jesus. Before beginning, take time to recite the prayer of commitment and guide to worship, being mindful to see what you say. Last time we focused on the fourth spiritual discipline, join his people, which is in line with the fifth discipline. While looking at the vertical part of the cross on your handout, notice how spiritual discipline five is depicted as a broad arrow pointing outward with the inscription, tell the world. This is because unbelievers don't know the Lord personally. So believers like us must tell them of his love in loving ways. Unbelievers are looking for examples of Christ in the world. So the beliefs we share are just as important as the behaviors we show. The key verse for Discipline 5 is John 20, 21, where Jesus says, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. Join me now in your Bibles as I read the context, which is John 20, 19 through 23. The setting is Jerusalem, behind closed doors. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Now listen as I pray read John 20, 19 through 23, conversing with the Lord while prayerfully reading and reflecting on that passage. Use your imagination to see what I say. It's evening of the first day of the week, which would have been a Sunday night back then. Early that morning, you rose from the grave and appeared to Mary Magdalene, as stated in the previous verse. Some of your disciples are hiding out behind closed doors in a room somewhere in Jerusalem. They fear arrest by the Jewish authorities, responsible for delivering you up to death. I think I'd be hiding for the same reason. Suddenly, you stand before them and say, Peace be with you. Luke's Gospel says that they are frightened at first, thinking that they are seeing a ghost. But when you prove your resurrection by showing them your wounds, they rejoice. I'm thinking that my response would have been no different with fear, followed by joy. I'm intrigued that you say a second time, peace be with you, before breathing your spirit into them. What a beautiful way to greet these men. And you do so twice, perhaps to relieve any fear that may still remain. A greeting of peace has a calming effect. Then, just as the Father sent you into the world with the gospel, you now send them with the gospel in the power of your spirit as ambassadors of peace and forgiveness. The Holy Spirit is yours to give and ours to receive. 
but only if you are willing and if we are willing also. Respond to the following tasks and questions. Retell from memory the scene behind closed doors in John 20, 19 through 23. What do you see? What is most meaningful for you about this experience? After pre-reading John 20, 19 through 23, to get a sense of what God is revealing from his word, we begin our study of this passage by answering the six W questions. Who, the speaker, whom, the audience, when, the time, where, the place, why, the purpose, what, the meaning. Leaving the what question for later, when we're ready to interpret John 20, 19 through 23, let's focus our attention now on the first five W's. Read John 20, 19 through 23, and then answer the who, whom, when, where, and why questions. In response to those questions, to answer them in one sentence, consider this. Jesus appears to some of his disciples at night in Jerusalem after rising from the dead to prove his resurrection and commission them in the power of the Holy Spirit. The main point of John 20, 19 through 23, is that Jesus empowers believers to be his witnesses. So now, with answers to the five W questions in mind and the passage before us, it's time to work on an observation statement that summarizes the verses. The purpose of this statement is to convey concisely what's happening in the passage in order to properly interpret it, the key verse, John 20, 21, in context. With John 20, 21 in view, Draft an observation statement in 10 words or less. This is what I offer for John 20, 19 through 23. Jesus comes in peace and then sends in power. The observation statement simply tells us what the passage says. The interpretation, which follows, tells us what the passage means. So, with the context in mind and your observation statement in view, let's address the what question by interpreting the key verse, which is John 20, 21. Begin by selecting key words in verse 21 and then defining them in context. Since all language is composed of words, it is necessary to know the correct meaning of each word in the light of the particular context in which it appears. While writing your interpretation of John 2021, 20, keep in mind these four C questions. Is it correct? Is it comprehensive? Is it concise? Is it coherent? Respond to the following tasks. Select keywords in verse 12 and define them in the context of John 20. 19 through 23. Using your definitions and common sense, 
draft an interpretation of verse 21. Evaluate your interpretation of John 20, 21 in view of the four C questions. My definitions of keywords from John 20, 21 follow. Peace, which is freedom from disturbance of all kinds that results in a state of tranquility. Father, which is the first person of the Trinity who protects and provides for his children. Sent, which is to instruct in order to get someone to go somewhere for a particular person. Me, which is used by a speaker or writer to refer directly to himself or herself. You, which is used to refer to the person or people the speaker is addressing. With those definitions in view, my interpretation of John 20, 21 in context follows. After rising from the dead that morning, Jesus appears to his disciples that evening with a greeting of peace, shalom, to calm their fears and validate his resurrection. The Lord then commissions them as his ambassadors by imparting peace again before sending them out on his behalf in the power of the Holy Spirit, which Jesus breathes into them. Jesus sends these men as his representatives to forgive sins as they share the gospel. Now that we have an observation statement of John 20, 19 through 23, and an interpretation of 2021, we are ready to apply that verse to our lives. Remember that there is only one interpretation to any text or discourse, which means that whatever one says or writes has a particular meaning. However, many applications may be derived from what is said or written, as long as every application is supported by the Bible text. Now let's see how God wants us to apply John 20, 21, starting with the words, God wants me to. Respond to the following tasks. Draft a life application of John 20, 21 in the context of John 20, 19 through 23. Select a key word from your application to help you remember it today. Share your personal applications giving reasons why they are important. My life application of John 20, 21 follows, and the key word for me is tell. God wants me to tell unbelievers about Jesus in the power of his spirit, not mine. Let's take a moment now to reflect on our experience together. Always mindful, that the first spiritual discipline, worship the Lord, is at the heart of our relationship with God. Worship humbles us and prepares us for discipline too, which is to hear his word. God reveals his will in his word, which brought us to discipline three, which is to pray his will. 
In Discipline 4, we shifted focus from relationship with God to relationship with people, focusing first on believers and what it means to join his people. Then, in Discipline 5, with John 20, 19 through 23 in view, we pondered what it means to tell the world. After reading the passage, we then pray-read it in a conversation with God, visualizing the scenario and experiencing the narrative. Then we answered the who, whom, when, where, and why questions to get a feel for the larger context of John 20 before focusing on the smaller context of verses 19 through 23 that resulted in an observation statement. With that statement summarizing the context, we then focused on John 2021, the key verse for Discipline 5. To answer the what question, we followed up with a concise interpretation of verse 21 by joining our keyword definitions to our common sense understanding of John 2021. 20, our study of John 20, 19 through 23 culminated with an application of 2021 and a key word to remind us of how the Lord wants to apply his word to our lives right now. In effect, our interpretation answers the question, God, what are you revealing about yourself? And our application answers the question, how should I respond to what you've revealed? This ends my presentation of the journey with Jesus, session five. But if you're wanting more, just click www.disciplersinternational.com. Contact us and I will respond. In the meantime, keep meeting one-on-one -on -one with the Lord daily and with fellow disciples to share, encourage, support, and pray for each other. And let's always remember that our goals are to experience spiritual intimacy with God and with one another. Our assignment this week, which follows, is simply to practice what we're experiencing. Recite and reflect on the prayer of commitment daily. Worship in spirit and truth by reading and reflecting on God's attributes daily. Pray read John chapters 19 through 21 and write an observation statement of John 20, 19 through 23. Write an interpretation of John 20, 21 with definitions of your key words in view. Write an application of John 20, 21 and ask God to help you put it into practice. And lastly, as the Lord leads, share with others what you are learning and experiencing.